0: I'm ready, Paul. I've been waiting uh-huh. uh all my life uh it seems like to uh play you the first single off the Smashing Pumpkins new album. Uh, I've listened to it, you have not. Yeah. It's called Seer or Sir or I don't I don't know. It's spelled C Y R. That's the name of the album, that's the name of the song. We're gonna listen to it now and we're gonna capture Your first impression's live. I can't
1: wait and won't
0: have to. I've got Billy on the line as well. (laughs) Here we go.
1: I kind of like that song.
0: I don't know. You know, it's so funny. I was so angry when I first heard it. In this mellow uh, podcasting state, I was a little more, I I was like, ah, fuck, we waited too long. I feel like something, I feel like the moon phases have changed. Paul's going to kind of be into this groove.
1: I kind of like the song, dude.
0: Ah, man. i was angry when i heard it i thought i mean i i think it's just new wave garbage i mean it's that crap it
1: it is it is that but i kind of like how just to make it interesting they did this uh female vocal counterpoint thing that the pumpkins have never done um unless they did it on one of the albums i didn't listen to um (laughs) which is possible um but i kind of it was actually interesting i don't know i uh i don't hate it also have you seen the video
0: i have not seen the video is it so i I watched the animation
1: no it's uh it's oh wait no i have seen the weird
0: oh i actually i have seen that there's like the the like silly dancing okay next podcast we
1: need to break down billy's dance moves from this video because they're incredible um he's just a he's a he's an old fat person wearing a muumuu now and uh he's yes. doing dances yeah um,
0: and, and jimmy does a a shuffle or a shimmy you know,
1: jimmy just by virtue of basically looking the same as he did 25 years ago uh comes off okay um <laughs>
0: yes man that guy he got he got the good plastic surgery i guess maybe like heroin plus plastic surgery is like a really nice combo
1: and i don't think he ever got fat
0: you know so he's 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 nice and tight yeah when you haven't like gone back and forth that really helps absolutely Um, yeah
1: Um, not fat shaming here we're just talking about what the natural process of normal humans aging
0: no no uh, yeah i mean you know he didn't he didn't have a bloated. he's a rock star and he didn't have a bloated yeah. stage that's what we're talking about i mean yeah, yeah that's that's completely normal you know <laughs> hey,
1: it happens to many a dad
0: um yes i'm sure it happened to eddie eddie van halen all right i was about
1: to say it did not uh um, did it was, did he
0: never he never hit that he never he was never like sammy hagar
1: so I was curious when I Stage. found out, R.I.P., he died today, uh, the day that we're recording this, October mm-hmm. 6th, um, and so I, I, you know, I was curious every time a dead rocker dies, it's like, well, what did this look like at the end? Um, it's, a, it's a natural human reaction, mm-hmm. um, especially with, you know, God bless our rock stars and all the joy they've given us. Uh, their final gift is often uh, the, the way they choose to age, and I got to say, Eddie Van Halen, uh, aged beautifully considering that he was the world's biggest rock star or, or second biggest next to his lead singer um during the absolute worst time for rock star fashion and excess true um like the late 70s early 80s that has got to be uh you know you age in like uh mosquito years if you're a rock star in that period um, well i feel like and- No, he he just like looked normal and wore regular dad shirts and stayed fairly trim and you
0: know He he kind of got to like looking forty five early, but like a very like like kind of gaunt
1: sexy rock
0: star forty five.
1: Yeah, like like sexy version of normal dude is how he ended up in his middle age.
0: I guess the right combo of like Coke and (laughs) and previous cancers and rehab will like kind of get you to that place
1: yeah i mean you know you drink too much alcohol and you get a little waterlogged but yeah. if you smoke enough you can dry it back out and yeah unfortunately you also might die of lung cancer at 65 r.i.p
0: true yes um i think i think it was throat cancer actually but you know same. oh I, I saw lung cancer uh, but you know
1: and it spread to his brain so.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> same difference um fuck uh uh, great guitarist
1: though my god
0: yeah never my van halen not much impact on me but impact on the artists that i like so
1: yeah uh, well here i didn't bother to log in to read the whole article but the first paragraph of the ny times obituary uh put it well um
0: i did read this entire obituary so
1: okay um
0: they demand. The they had a lot of big hits. That's they their albums were incredibly popular start to finish.
1: For sure. No, it was the subhead. His outpouring of riffs, runs and solos was hyperactive and athletic, making deeper or darker emotions feel irrelevant. Yes, which I that, think is uh, exactly right. That is why
0: I did not <laughs> connect with Van Halen that much.
1: Yeah, but I but I also understand what they're saying. Like when you're listening to him just like fucking shred a solo and his guitar sounds like a buzzsaw and a train um that's cool it's it's definitely impressive yeah
0: yeah yeah for sure uh um we'll close we'll close this uh this episode with some some eddie somehow sure maybe some right now that's always been my favorite van halen song uh probably one of their worst worst singles but that song blows <laughs> it's so bad but as a like i don't know 10 or 12 year old i was like fuck yes I yeah love, i love crystal pepsi
1: that's a that's a different song from jump right
0: yes i've also enjoyed okay. jump but that's because i like really liked going to orlando magic basketball games where they played
1: it. there you go those are two garbage ass songs they are really um, bad yeah
0: um <laughs> people play eruption um Let's get back to this Smashing pumpkin song. Uh, I, I'm i going to stand by my original uh, evaluation, which is I am just absolutely sick of this shit. <laughs> um, what really offends me first and foremost is like the guitar noodling that takes place at various points in it. It is, uh-huh. it is shit guitar in a shit tone. Uh, it shows uh-huh. that it... They do not care anymore about anything that makes the Smashing Pumpkins uh, so I powerful. Tell
1: if it was because I was going through like two uh, a shitty DAC off of YouTube, but does the song actually sound shitty, or was I just listening to a bad? No, it it uh, sounds
0: game? shitty. It sounds compressed okay. and it did sound bad. um you know uh. It's got a whine to it that is un- unpleasant. If it doesn't sound better in Blu-ray audio, I will be disappointed. And, <laughs> um, yeah, your your CD is in the mail. Um, <laughs> uh, and, you know, there's, even if the point is that, like, the Smashing Pumpkins can put out, decently written new wave song with the like yeah. house beat to i want to it. say
1: there were some good vocal melodies for i Billy to
0: sing I, I i don't care i don't give a <laughs> shit i don't think that this is interesting i don't even think that it's it doesn't matter that it's like a good song it's not an interesting song it's not like a it's not like a song that that matters in any sense to me And, you know, I'm just done. Kind of wading through this crap. Yeah. um, For, uh, you know, searching, searching for pumpkins, gold with my toes in uh, so chest deep muck. Um, Yeah.
1: That is a that is a noble and uh, admirable stance. Yeah, as the, uh, as the
0: lyrics say, say, I done told you, say how I tried to, uh, where you've wrought from creation's crown, say dire warning. Yes. You know, there were many dire warnings that this would suck. <laughs> uh, and I should have heeded them.
1: Well, that's the thing. I guess because I gave up after I finished listening to Zeitgeist like the second time. Like I just gave up um, on the pumpkins being good. Um I'm uh pleasantly surprised to not find this just like ear shreddingly awful and interested that it a sounds and it, it like you know he said the press is that they um they tried this time mm-hmm. and they didn't try the last time and um Uh, Yeah, like I did not have the same reaction to this that I did to Solara or whatever the first (laughs) single was to the last album, which was just like, come
0: on, man. I I feel that. I feel that there's here. It's not horrific guitar rock. It's just generic replacement level, uh, you know, electro rock.
1: Now I will say that I was listening to it. I was like, I was trying to see like, do I? Is this actually good? And I like, I was like, no. When I hear a really good song for the first time, mm-hmm. like, it's fucking exciting. Yeah. And I don't feel. I'm like, my curiosity <laughs> is peaked. Is what I feel like from this song,
0: man. Uh, so <laughs> the the not really good. The enough. lyrics to verse two, just I just noticed them ingenious. genius Tan- tangents vex the world, w h o r l. <laughs> The void arrives, then leaves, returning, <laughs> returning a kiss for lovers built the dream.
1: <laughs> uh, is have we had a discussion? I feel like about how often Billy uses the word lovers.
0: Yes, that's one of his yeah. words.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, it is tangents it, yeah. vex the world. Yeah, you know, I I get the. It's he's like going for some sort of like John Donne on LSD, like uh, Mm -hmm. extended geometry metaphor there. And um, man,
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm really excited about this double album that I think um, I I have listened to the other song that came out with this one, The Color of Love, which is just sort of like the slower version of this song. Oh, that's and I'm kind of thinking this entire album is maybe new wave.
1: um it makes sense that would be what he would feel like could be relevant right now which is true Mm -hmm. of what he does uh if done well but nobody's gonna go for a 60 year old dude uh peddling that shit yeah he's not Um, he's he's he's, he's like 55 yeah
0: he's not even actually he may even be he may only be like 52
1: he was born in the 60s i know that uh yeah
0: well tom york is only like 51 or 52 and i think they're about the same age
1: he was billy was definitely in his 20s but yeah he's probably i think billy might have been born in 67 i don't know he might be only like 52 or 53 like you say yeah um let's find,
0: uh, let's find out via google he was born Tom
1: York and his shoulder he hair. He was born um, in
0: 1967.
1: That's what I said. Uh, for some reason, I, I, I was interested in that, like in about the year 2000, because like Aphex Twin is also born in the years in 1967, I think. Hmm. And I was like, oh, these guys are only 33 at that point. Which, at the time, I was like realizing that 33 is not that old mm-hmm. uh, when I was, you know, 20. Um, and I was like, oh, these guys aren't that old they could do lots of stuff still and aphex twin kind of did
0: yes um, <laughs> well yes yes he did
1: he, he did he did like you know 1 and 3 quarters uh, albums worth of great work after that um and billy has done a lot of stuff anyway um speaking of tangents vexing the world um
0: no it's it's know, good Joe to compare that. him to other artists uh <laughs>
1: Yeah, Tom York would be the other obvious one. I mean, Tom the Radiohead is the most ludicrously long-lived band to be producing excellent music ever. Totally. Sure.
0: Yes, and that's that's it's uh uh you know, there's a lot of reasons for that. That could be a almost zone podcast about how they've managed to to do so. Um, I suspect
1: it's that they've got their heads on their shoulders and they recognize how shit it went for every other big band in history.
0: Yeah. I think. And I, yeah. Consciously avoided some of that. I almost wonder like, if there's even like,
1: like pumping out garbage yes. every year. They never did that.
0: I think they may be all like, I think they may all be from like kind of privileged, but reserved backgrounds. Like they may have gotten kind of lucky mm. in that. They do seem like that. Yeah. They
1: all went to a boy's school and shit. I'm pretty sure.
0: Like yes, yes, um, and all seem like kind of to understand the basic premise of their relationship, which is that if they can keep it together, yeah, <laughs> they can keep making awesome music, and, and it like, also
1: helps, I guess, <laughs> that they came up in the one era where, like, um freakish introverts were lauded as rock stars uh for a little bit there and they were the rock star- they were they were those ones who didn't kill themselves yes um, and
0: as we'll as we'll discuss on our next episode uh the kid a episode um uh-huh. the 20th anniversary kid a episode they also were g- given this extraordinary gift that their um let's let's not do rock album was uh you know just uh, crowned as you know a, a glorious achievement of all like pop and rock music you know yes. and not like a weird underrated like difficult quirk
1: yeah that would be and it. That they, be they an earned it conversation but yeah. that
0: they, they they were given that that is you know i was
1: going to rebut you but then i saw the subtler meaning you had to what you were saying yes and i will now think about it for a week and yes. discuss it. Let's just pump. say
0: that if the Smashing Pumpkins had been if a door had been universally acclaimed as yes. a masterpiece, the pumpkins history would be very different.
1: Way different.
0: <laughs> yeah. Way. Uh, yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> yes. Some very interesting things in in radio's history. It uh, yes, yeah. which we'll get to. Uh, I was
1: actually drawing that comparison in my head last night, so this is this is going to be a good podcast. There we go. So, shockingly, yeah.
0: Paul and Joe will discuss Radiohead. Were you watching uh, uh, the uh, barbecue Top Chef riff off on Netflix as you thought about Radiohead?
1: No, I had watched that a week or two ago. Mm. Um, we'll get there. It's uh, yeah. It's uh, don't watch that, people. It's at least I don't know. Maybe the later episodes get hot.
0: No, I mean if you're super high and you and you want to think about barbecue. Super high. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said. Yes. Uh yeah, then it's then it's all right. But I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna pick a different I'm gonna pick a later episode and watch.
1: That's a good idea. Yeah. I do like the bitchy perfectionist barbecue judge lady.
0: Um Yeah, you do. She, <laughs> <laughs> she, she my sm- mom smoking um, a but... hog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, um, She's like she's a good Simon Cowell, like less of a less of a bitch for a bitch's sake than him, and yes, uh, uh, seems to really know barbecue. Um, I felt like I was learning stuff just from her bitching she, about the bad. She needs pe- to
0: be meaner at the judges' table, though. That's the key. Mm, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yes,
1: yeah, I did feel like that. They're like talking about how what dumb decisions they're making, and then they're like, "Bro, it was a little." It was a little tough. Yeah. Um, I wanted you to be like, just spit it out in their face. Yeah. You know, that kind of set.
0: Sure. It's why Top Chef is good because Tom Kalika was like, no, this is bad. Like, this wasn't, yeah. this was not good food. Like,
1: he's like the best person in the world at saying this sucked. Yes. Cause um, he,
0: everyone likes him and he's like actually a friendly guy. But he's like, yeah, you know, your risotto was like garbage. That's fine. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> exactly. Um. Wow. We got off on a tangent there um joe that's what the show is though totally um yeah i, d- I don't know i guess i guess that I, I just what i want from the pumpkins now is for them to no longer exist like i just <laughs> want i think billy corgan missed the david Byrne train i think he could have just said no fuck oh, this. oh yeah I am done with this. I'm gonna make cool, cool solo music that like follows my interests. Some of the albums are gonna be popular. Some aren't. You yeah. know, I'm, certainly there's like some resurgence in my future.
1: See, I thought he was so versatile at the end of the '90s that he could be like a David Bowie type, which would have yes. been right up his alley. Yeah, it just didn't happen at
0: all. <laughs> well, and he refu- He he refused to relinquish. The idea that he would be playing in an arena in front of yeah. twenty thousand people, and that it has well, the thing continues. David Billy him. pretty
1: much did do that until you know he stopped playing shows at all. Pretty well, much yeah, really.
0: yeah, yes. But I mean, I, I think and and Billy Corgan like could have gone around playing very big venues.
1: Well, he could have done it as a garbage legacy act, sure.
0: Yeah, but I mean, as as well, I'm just saying that well, I'm saying that <laughs> maybe if, he did do that. I'm saying that <laughs> if he'd focus solely on like I'm just gonna make cool solo records, yeah, and well, like, if the I really would still play him. you know ten Smashing Pumpkin songs at all my solo like shows. Ah. Like he could have just continued onward in a, yeah, in a very good true. way and probably hit something. Occasionally hit on something that like people would be like, "Oh my gosh, yes, this this Billy Corgan album is really cool," you know, and kind of like
1: that. I feel like that, but also I feel like if that were the case, then like one album in the past two decades would be awesome because um, he put out a lot of music in one form or another.
0: Yeah, but uh, right, but but it was all chasing like sold out like arenas of like
1: rock. I guess what I'm saying is if I think if the talent was there, it would have come out more than it did, even under the guys under the direction of a misguided strategy. Yes. Um, Well,
0: yeah, I guess there's some things here is that I, yes, that I think that, let me, let me see how to frame this. I think through, I think so. First off, I love the Future Embrace. I think it's a great album. I think the songwriting's awesome and I think that the instrumentation on it is excellent. Like you go back and listen to it. It's it's really good.
1: I should really listen to it for the first time. Yes.
0: Um it's it's you should. It's it's fantastic. And I think through that album he had those gifts of just utter kind of like young rock songwriting genius and I think that um, had he kind of embraced the transition out of that <laughs> into, into the future? Yes, there you go. <laughs> um, and turned more to immediately towards, um, well, he did, he did actually. He, you know, had this set of songs like the Chicago songs that were all about like the history of Chicago, and he recorded this like acoustic album, and he like lost faith in it for like super dumb reasons you know like a couple people fans like not being into it or like some record label not being into it but like he he Mm -hmm. realized that he could just like keep writing amazing songs and just you know be this great songwriter um as he was doing that and he abandoned that because he was afraid because of the commercial failure of the fu- the future embrace because it was such a weird sounding album, um and because you know he realized he would never be like the biggest rock star in the world again um yeah. and he he just left that that possible future um but it it was out there where he's writing like you know where you've listened to like ogalala ogalala. Yeah. But like the version of that that would have come out in like two thousand eight would have been like okay. fucking awesome, you know, because he still had so much of his like, you know, his... talent and. Uh, okay. You know he so... would have he would have had something there, and probably whatever he was doing in twenty twenty would have been a lot, you know, better mix, of, uh, that and his like, whatever his current interests were.
1: Yeah, I guess my thought is, um, I don't know. if uh, I I would think if he had that in him, if he hadn't sort of run out of ideas, um, it would have still come out in the long run. I don't know. This is a really pointless conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, but it's
0: interesting because I think that's interesting because it's like how much of, you know, even if you have... good yeah. ideas as a very talented artist like how much you suppress them for
1: well that can happen for sure. trends I'm sure there are...
0: popular ideas you know i'm sure
1: the bulk of good artistic output gets suppressed by people not trusting themselves yeah or uh you know that could happen exactly um there's no there's but... no
0: reason like f- you know 40 year old billy corgan couldn't fall victim to the same thing that like some 18 year old does like thinking I have a great idea for a novel. And they like just talk themselves out of not writing it or something, you yeah. know?
1: Yeah. Um, I have a great idea for a podcast we should do this week. Um, no, um,
0: <laughs> it's about the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah,
1: no. Um, I think that's all the Smashing Pumpkins thoughts mm-hmm. I have. For right now.
0: I've used totally fair.
1: Um, I, I guess I will say I, I will actually probably listen to, put this album on at least in the background and see if it catches my attention.
0: I'm into it at this point. Yes. Um, Paul, let's transition out. Let's get your impression on uh, another album, another new song uh, right. by a classic artist. Um, recently, uh-huh. uh, a month or two ago, um, I released my next, my latest rap track. um i don't want to play it i want to play it for you live on air here i'm going to send it over to you um as usual uh it's full of references to my college friends uh particularly my friend shorty uh uh, dj galakon i frequently engage in rap rap battles but this is more of a rap uh slut of rap affection in this one um so we'll listen to this uh this track DJ Galagon, he releases one every four years or so. This is called uh, God damn. <laughs> O-L-E-D.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. It's uh-huh. uh, in your okay. Google. I see it. It's in your Google.
0: This is your Captain Galaga, Crusoe speaking. We're on flight 69 to Caracas to pick up... Q Lamb and take him to Morocco. We ain't never coming back. But you know who is back? It's Shorty. And Galigon been waiting. Here we go, society. Check, please shorty polish you know what the joke is polish pull so big joey chestnut be choking shorty nuts on your chest buddy, it don't rest shorty spits you swallow big wraps mcdonald's hot cakes with cheese hot chicks say please shorty take me to the lake she won't mounting in the breeze on the boat we laughing shorty born smoking on skis on peak of society outstanding last extra demented O-L-E-D outstanding, lads, extra demented O-L-E-D outstanding, lads, extra demented O-L-E-D outstanding, lads, extra demented Yeah, that's society What's wrong with me? Feed a raven cheese, nevermore. Aquabat in Baltimore Speeding towards the final scene, on the jet stream Smoking up mighty trees, but I'm Epstein Dropping down to minor keys So Benny Burton, Michael Tyler Durden Certain y'all are hurting, responsibility beyond ability But we make it happen, cause I'm out here rapping my insecurity Sometimes I toke, forget all I spoke Punchline to a joke Bunch a bloke in the mirror, it's me, in the shards, at my back, there for me, against all enemies, the boys of society. Up on the razor blade, climb to the edge, only society, pull me off the ledge. Up on the razor blade, climb to the edge, only society. Pull me off the ledge Up on the razor blade Climb to the edge Only society Pull me off the ledge Up on the razor blade Climb to the edge Only society Pull me off the ledge Outstanding Lads Extra demented O-L-E-D Outstanding Lads Extra demented O-L-E-D Outstanding Lads Extra demented O-L-E-D E D two. One. one, one society. Simple words, in every word I say. Live, love, society.
2: Mm-hmm. Are you
0: Michael Clipper too? When all is lost, you tell the truth.
1: Fantastic.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh moving. Uh I uh I felt some <laughs> things. Uh the beat, which I assume
0: I um, <laughs> you beatboxed. Um, <laughs> uh, I stole from SoundCloud. Yes. Uh
1: oh yeah, you beatbox it uh <laughs> <laughs> with the uh, Y-U-N-G-Gabe on the keys, no doubt. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, and Beatrice with a Z mm-hmm. uh, on the strings. Um, but uh, yeah, no, really enjoyable. Um, uh, I, I I know the lads to whom you uh, refer in the song. They are all fine men, and I hope they enjoy all of the jokes
0: I have to on say, that track. And my favorite yeah. couplet. Or my favorite line was uh, that I came up for this one was uh, um, I'm on the jet stream smoking up mighty trees, but I'm Epstein dropping down to minor keys. I did
1: hear I caught that one and it was good. (laughs) That was nice. You got to get the Epstein in there. Um, He's going to be an eternal rap reference. I'm pretty sure like like Al Capone that guy is going to be in rap songs forever
0: then following up following that up with so many burdens i might go tyler durden and doubling the <laughs> vocals on i might go tyler durden
1: nice oh that's you know joe we maybe maybe we could still be hip-hop stars it's I true
0: i needed a lot more i i really tried to research how to get like compress my vocals well it's for so rap, fucking hard and, and i was I, like it really came down to do I want to spend $300 on this plugin? And I was like, Uh, no, I do not.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, that's how I feel too. Like the, the balancing and compression part of music production is the most annoying part. Yeah. Um, And I, I talked to one of my brother, Andrew's DJ friends uh, about this very briefly. Um, And he's like, you know, professionally successful and has Mm -hmm. ghost produced tracks that like probably you've heard. Um, uh, and he was like, yeah, that's what it is. It's, it's compression and EQ. Uh, yeah, it's was like, uh, well, okay. yeah. And I, I, I fiddled I, around with it a lot and I can't figure, fucking figure yeah, it I was, out. I was sitting there
0: watching these YouTube t- tutorials and it was just like, I'm, I was just following the directions and like, I was like, I got this, I got this. And he's like, and then I turned on this one thing. And now of course this is a $300, uh, pack ah. from this person that I do. And that, that gives you this. And you're like, uh,
1: well, of course, the annoying thing is probably that YouTube video exists solely to plug that plug in. Yes. Um, yes. Or it, yeah. Maybe right. somewhere there's a video that tells you how to do it without that. But that guy is yeah. probably just
0: it's getting a, a commission. Tough to find. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yes. Uh, always good. Love to rap every four years or so. <laughs> Going to keep doing it. Um, With an
1: LUV and the numeral two.
0: If you search for Galagon on SoundCloud, you will see the excellent cover I did, the cover art I did for this one. I,
1: I gotta say, the thing I'm looking at right now, the screen says this track is private. So
0: oh, um, there you go. I want to adjust that. Mm. Oh yes, that's because I think the last one I did got taken down.
1: <laughs> I will. I was gonna say you're gonna have to edit this track down before the DMCA comes in. Yeah. Uh, on your uh hot l- lyrics mm-hmm. um i do like that this is also tagged as children's music well done thank you thank you
0: mm-hmm. um, that's
1: social media management folks
0: yes uh let's let's get into it here um uh welcome to savage beast um <laughs> i'm joe gallagher uh with me as all as always uh he's not the imposter it's paul mcleod hey that's a game (laughs) he's still he still got ejected into space i haven't played (laughs) it either but i just know you eject people into space when you think they're the imposter
1: nice yeah i've played like the tabletop inspiration for this game i Mm. think and it's fun yeah fun
0: yeah uh we played a rousing tabletop game of pandemic we mm, won yes we won it all uh, easy. S-
1: simulated pandemic much better than the actual pandemic it was it was it was much easier oh. to conquer it uh-huh and f- much more fun yeah i have to say faster cheaper uh more beers <laughs> i did not get laid as much during that pandemic uh true but <laughs> yes it was
0: a short period of time <laughs> you and you and uh our buddy zed only went off to the bathroom once together <laughs>
1: uh RIP he foolishly bragged about how COVID was fake and now he has it uh, he's been tweeting 42 times an hour uh with all the steroids they pumped in full of but it looks like he'll survive
0: he's high in his garage right now <laughs> Um uh Joe we
1: wouldn't be new media personalities if we didn't talk about Trump being sick with COVID do you care
0: I don't know The jokes might have been done uh do i care? hmm interesting. in the context here uh it it was just going to happen. No, it's, yeah. it just seems like it was going to happen, you know. that was fate. yeah. i can't Pretty much. i can't you know, i i was um thinking today that him dying of it would be the perfect just ending to this story which many have said it's not an original thought but just that is true that arc of like is this truly like the like this historically like insane year you'll live through and at the end like he dies from it it's like that that would be the ending
1: yeah um i feel like that would kind of make me think Feel like there was a God, not <laughs> yes, not because just not not because of the part where it's like uh, the Schadenfreude reason, like you know, oh, ha ha ha, God does exist and justice is dealt to the wicked, uh, but just that it's such a perfect narrative ending, you know, yeah. it would be a good story to tell, like you said, yes, um, so yeah, just like weeks before the election, that would be really nice, that would really put a bow on it for the future history students. A thousand or hundred years from now, whom I think about a lot these days. Yeah. Just, you know, this will be one of the fun periods. Like when you read about the fun stories about Andrew Jackson in the history books, that
0: guy was a nut. Yes. And and he's definitely, um, uh, his reputation has, uh, God, that's depressing. It's depressing to think that like 200 years from now, like Trump will be kind of like a funny.
1: Yes, he totally will be. Episode. Oh, they do think he's amazingly hilarious. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Just think about how we thought about, like, Teddy Roosevelt or Andrew Jackson. Like, wow, what a crazy dude. Fucking nuts, respect,
0: man. Respect <laughs> to the, like, the uh, Native Americans, the Indi- American Indians who were, like, uh, thinking about Andrew Jackson like god damn it someday people <laughs> are going to be like this guy ruled
1: <laughs> exactly Fuck. We're not even, it's, it's, it's not even like he, thought he ruled it's yeah. just like you don't even it's just like funny that's yeah. just what it is and you know fair enough uh, I got my laughs from uh, old times so if other people laugh at me in the future god bless them
0: yeah respect to what was Andrew Jackson president was that like the
1: 1820s and 30s yeah respect for respect to all the irony
0: bros from the 1820s
1: (laughs) Oh, they definitely had them. Oh yeah, um, there's
0: there's there's some. They
1: were wearing cravats past the end of their dicks. There's that
0: list of like uh, fake occupations that people put in the census yes. from that time, and it's like yes, th- it's it's the clearest evidence we have that irony bros existed back then. At all times, they were I mean, just jacking around.
1: Yeah, Diogenes, uh, you know, was written about three thousand years ago to twenty five hundred, Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, the ultimate irony bro it's true there's a I lot of people in
0: shakespeare that. jacking around
1: oh absolutely yeah. fucking tybalt and mercutio funny guys
0: no <laughs>
1: not tybalt mercutio
0: yeah rose and Guildstern, just i guess they were more oh, they were totally. more loser bro like kind of like the object yeah of, i mean ham they were like the dude where's my car yeah guys. hamlet was doom scrolling 24 7
1: <laughs> wait what is doom scrolling
0: that's that's like when you uh, i can't believe you haven't heard this that's when you get on twitter and you're just kind of like oh, fuck god damn fuck just oh, angry. Okay. like kind of like you know that's where you're you're late at night ah. just like looking at it in in horror that's that's the i guess that's kind of like
1: i guess i guess that was like the election night 2016 yes that yes
0: was. that was maybe the birth of doom scrolling
1: yeah like just it was really fun to sit there and watch everybody in the media freak the fuck out all at once um just and and i along with them because we were all slowly realizing like wow yeah she's she really is losing hour by hour worse and worse (laughs) until she lost (laughs) i saw
0: i saw today i saw a good tweet where where someone someone had said like it's not doom scrolling it's hope searching and that had been quote (laughs) tweeted to be like we need to just destroy twitter
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> see that that lady is my hope that's what i'm it's hoping true. for is something that funny absolutely absolutely
0: <laughs> um
1: oh man see she did it i i searched and i found her um yeah <laughs> twitter does blow now though man it used i used to love it so much and it's just it's kind of amusing now sometimes to look in and be like, Oh, that's what's going on. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's awful.
1: Um, I can't, you know, I sometimes think like, Oh, maybe my follow list has just decayed. I've let it atrophy. Um, but I, I really, nobody else seems to be having a good time. No. Oh my God. No,
0: there's no, there's no escape from it. Mm. Um, Uh, but paul, um, we were gonna t- paul yeah, there's go been ahead. some uh people have been teasing a new postal service album their official account oh, really? some of the people uh jenny lewis um have have tweeted clips of unreleased music would you be excited for a new postal service album um
1: it's been almost as long uh for ben gibbard as it has for billy corgan since the last really transcendent song so um
0: yeah eh? well his stuff is still pleasant to listen
1: to though that's true that is true it's more like just sort of uh music for people our exact age um uh true but that doesn't make it any more likely for me to care about this album existing um that said the one thing they do have going for them is that their like signature sound is still pretty current, um, or could be updated to be current pretty easily. Yes,
0: and and we uh, don't know like so, yeah. Jimmy Tamborello has probably been sitting on twenty years worth of awesome beats that he's like been desperate to use. He's like, please, I don't know. Ben, a lot of producers please Ben
1: lose. A lot of producers run out of ideas as bad as Rockstar writer. You know, no, no, but I mean
0: too, he's so. he's had them like backlogged like okay. waiting for the next post like he was ready to release the next postal service album like 2006 and ben gibbard has so, been he, like just jer- jerking him along
1: quite possibly if so though he should have found one of the many other interesting vocalists like let's say new postal service record is him and francis quinlan like that would kick that ass.
0: would rule that would rule and is it's a good question did he not do i feel like he released some album like that
1: oh maybe he did but it seems like if you found a real genius like francis quinlan it could work
0: hold on i feel like i i listened to there was some song from one of those albums i listened to a lot hey maybe we could listen to it here let me see
1: let's find out Um, We'll probably just cut
0: this out but maybe i could ad-lib my way to avoiding that um I don't. Oh, I do know. Maybe uh, not. Maybe I'm. I'm just hallucinating. I feel like. Does he have like a? Hold on one second.
1: All right, um, Joe. How long has it been since you watched the first season of The Sopranos?
0: Dintel. Oh, okay, oh, Dintel. That's the name of his band. That really sounds. Yeah, challenged.
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, his solo thing.
0: Yes. Okay, Dintel released some good albums since then. Did he?
1: I don't suppose I've listened to any of them.
0: Well, in two thousand yes, it uh no. But he released I guess Life is Full of Possibilities came out before the postal yes, service. It did. that album rules. That's like what made him. Yes. Oh right, because that has the this is the dream of Evan and Chan on it with Ben Gibbard. And that yeah. song is fucking fantastic, um, yes,
1: that might be the perfect postal service song title. <laughs> it is
0: uh let's i I want to listen to the beginning Can you, can you play yeah. it because I just forget what it sounds like, but I remember it ruling. then we're gonna talk about uh, we're not gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about the sopranos, okay
2: if you work in a team you've got to try monday.com
1: go to monday.com and manage all your teams
0: go to monday.com yes
2: Mm -hmm.
1: it's all coming flooding down
0: I'm jerking off in my dorm room. (laughs) I'm there with you. Wait a second. Yes. and yeah. and i listened to some ben gibbard like acoustic version of this and ah. endlessly i almost just... i hope he just hummed the 2 minute long intro <laughs> i do not think he did but that would have been awesome <laughs> um yeah great song um paul i think i've listened i've watched the first episode of uh, first season of sopranos within the last year I, okay. um and i've okay. seen it many times
1: were you as i was watching it just recently uh for the first time in almost two decades uh struck since we watched it together i don't think we watched it together, dude we
0: we like mainlined the entire first season of The sopranos together in my like bedroom or my like okay study
1: yes i think that is definitely the first time i've watched the whole first season like as a thing i might have seen bits and pieces here and there since then
0: anyway continue but
1: yeah. So, um uh were you as I was just struck by the sheer like dad rockness of all the music in the background of that first season? Like it's
0: amazing. Yes. It's it's pretty cool. And I I with the Sopranos, it, they really walk this fine line towards like between good and yeah dad dad corny
1: yeah which is pretty much the case with the title song that encapsulates it really well yes which is like we probably talked about this with Taylor. we did
0: we we literally talked about it with him on on our theme song episode
1: well then i was probably just rehashing those thoughts in my mind but it is just like um it's like it's almost cool. I think I said it's the song sucked in that podcast. I think I remember this now. It's almost cool, but it's also just like extremely what a what a 45-year-old dad would think was cool. Yes. Um <laughs> uh, but like there's a scene there where like Meadow and her friend are like watching MTV mm-hmm. or something on their old CRT oh, yes. TV. And it's like some garbage. Uh, saxophone rock song from like 1990 or something and i'm like this episode came out in 1998 or 9 or something like this was the height of trl there's fucking no way these girls would be watching this music video under any circumstances it definitely was not wait They're on they're watching like at that time
0: so aren't they watching like a they're like watching like a morphine song that's good that's good it, music.
1: Okay. Well, (laughs) maybe (laughs) it seemed in the background of the Soprano scene like some generic bad uh, saxophone rock from the '80s or something.
0: Uh, Either way, that could be true.
1: It's definitely not on that group. Ooh! Oh my God! No,
0: because there's (laughs) there's no chance. In a later season, AJ is watching the video for Coffee and TV, like the Blur Uh, song, and it seems very fitting. So I almost feel like they caught Uh up a little bit.
1: Well, that's what I was going to say, is the second season, I'm not noticing this nearly as much. It seemed like somebody said, like, fucking David, no, you can't just play the weird, dumb shit you have burned on CDs in your Explorer.
0: Yes, and I think that having listened to some of the Talking Sopranos podcast, there was like a production person. I don't think David Chase had much to do with the music. I think there's a production Uh, person in L.A. that was responsible for that and uh that, see yes. that makes
1: sense it's just one weird guy somewhere and nobody was overseeing yes his work.
0: totally um no i know <laughs> that scene with meadow and uh hunter and it is weird whatever song yeah. it is even if it is a good morphine song it's like weird like they wouldn't have been listening yeah. to anything that could
1: no christina aguilera would have been on that tv uh yes at that
0: time. there's also in the first season of that there um the episode where Christopher and Adriana are dealing with like the the hip hop producer. Uh-huh. Um
1: a rapper actually, I believe.
0: Yes, and and is that is that in the first season? And Adriana's is trying to get her friends' yes. band. Yes,
1: yes, which is hilarious. That band. Yes,
0: but then at the end, like at the end of that episode, they're playing some like good song, and like Hesh is like, "Now that that is a hit." Yeah, and I'm like, "What song is this?" And it's just like some song that has like literally never been played anywhere except in this episode of the show. And you're yeah. like, "Okay, so it's not actually they could they not actually just have a hit song playing?" like so, literally any motown song, 80s song, contemporary song. And it's it's a fine song, but like
1: I didn't get that <laughs> I didn't get that reference too. I thought that was another song by the same band and that it was some sort of irony where hash actually did like one of their songs, but then Christopher didn't do anything about it. So I really didn't get it.
0: No, uh, it's just it's just supposed to be it's like a it's like a fake approximation of like a good
1: uh, of like a known pop song that would just yes, be on the radio totally like they, <laughs> i guess
0: they they are like tr- they probably like wanted to play yeah you know an extremely popular song and they were like this is five hundred thousand dollars yeah They're they like, probably want uh, to play like eight days a week or something like that yes <laughs> yes <laughs> funny the other show that i know you've watched recently mad men is the only show that's ever gotten the rights to play a beatles song oh really Uh, on tv it's so
1: fucking good when they do it too it is Uh, it's so good um especially because that was the song they did um but uh yeah the sopranos first season i was surprised by how many music thoughts i had like one that to the the bing they're playing the exact kind of like weirdly uh semi-futuristic dad rock um for all the dancers to dance to every time yes which is pretty funny um, yes. I could I could maybe imagine that happening at some weird New Jersey strip club, but uh, it's it's slightly plausible. But I still am not really seeing it.
0: Um, the, su- the Sopranos are I mean, it's fascinating. Like I mean, obviously because it's, uh, you know, it's it's the best television show of all time. <laughs> um, that it obviously it has a lot of memorable music cues, but it's it's still striking how it takes music that is not like God tier music yeah. and um turns it into these just uh indelible like just moments that are burned into your brain.
1: Oh wait what's a specific example you have? Um It's burned into at your the,
0: brain Yeah, at the end of season two. Uh, um I
1: haven't gotten there yet. I mean I've seen the show before so no spoilers. It's fine.
0: Yeah, at the end of season two, there's kind of a montage that um, ends with a view of the sea, if you will. Uh, mm. That is a, I believe it's a like, it's like a Keith Richards solo song. Oh, I'm not cool. quite sure, but that's the thing. It's like not. It's just sort of like a, yeah, uh, interesting tune, and then. Yeah.
1: I guess the the famous one is "Don't Stop Believing." Yes, of course, yes. Yeah.
0: And, th- and then this, and then season three. In the first season, there's repeated use of a um, uh, uh, the police's "I'll be watching you" mm. uh, blended with. Um, I don't know the name of the song. It's a uh, like a famous, like kind of jazzy uh horn Mm. uh theme from something you just have to watch this first episode of season three
1: i will get there soon enough yes yes Uh, but um yeah yeah. uh speaking of that uh the the rapper uh slash uh uh what is the name of the fucking band um uh episode of the sopranos um, I was conflicted about that one because the the band is fucking hilarious. Like, yes. they are so funny. And they've only gotten funnier with time. Yes, like, it, it, They really nailed the shittiness of that kind of band. Yes. Um, and the Defiler song, we're coming to defile, defile you, is such a great Stone Temple Pilots parody. Yes. Um, uh, this is fantastic. what
0: I mean. This is what I mean. There's a lot of awesome music moments in this show.
1: On the other hand, Massive Genius is like the worst fake rapper name I've ever heard in my life. Like by far. Yes. Um it's really embarrassing. Um uh but uh like he doesn't seem believable at all, even though it's kind of a cool idea for a plot line. But um uh, uh I could listen to that we should that should be the closing music for the song is
0: Defiler. <laughs> um <It should. laughs> <laughs> I it's, wait is it on spotify that's a that's something it's, i need to know it's definitely on youtube or something yes uh they they should have done that though they should
1: have put the defiler album on itunes because they like they had like an ep's worth of tracks from that shitty band um put together and they probably did the the fake pop song you were talking about too
0: i was actually recently uh reading about the terrible um the terrible Sopranos video game, which was approved by David Chase and and written by uh, someone, one of the writers from the show and was released while the show was out and is like not canon, but like second level canon. Like everyone from the show did the voices for it. Oh my. And it's about like, big pussy's bastard son becoming a member of the mob and oh, wow. it's it's kind of funny because like the everyone is like acting well in it but it's just like a garbage game
1: <laughs> where you just I mean,
0: mash the punch button for like I mean, 10 the, hours
1: the gta games are making billions of dollars at the same time for basically being sopranos the video game so i can see why they would do it
0: yes totally um but i think this one is like it it was famously like lacked all of the fun of The Sopranos. There was like zero open world functionality oh to it. You were just like, yeah, you just going on a linea- linear path and punching people.
1: <laughs> That's what the show is like. It's exactly that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is The Sopranos podcast now. Um, it
0: is. Uh, what else are we talking about, Paul?
1: Well, we could briefly talk about
0: uh uh Fleet Foxes and then sign off if we wanted to. I'd love to talk about the new Fleet Foxes album. Um Let's listen yeah. to a song from it. Um I I I think we should um You know, I've got a few things from this album I'd like to talk about. Why don't we listen to Let's listen to the first track All right. And go from there. Here it comes. name of that song
1: i'm about to look it up for you it is waiting in Waste high water
0: yeah um which is what that sounds like uh this song is sung by uh uwade akere a 21 year old um uh singer who of african descent i'm not sure if she's from Africa or not but she Uh, was introduced to Robin, uh, the uh, leader of Fleet Foxes, um, through a cover she sang of Mykonos, uh, another Fleet Foxes song. And he was trying to sing this song and uh, decided she would be better at it. And she appears later on the album as well. Um, Yeah, interesting to start the album with a different voice. A guest vocalist um and uh paul i i guess you know i'm excited about new fleet fox's album uh, mm-hmm. all three of their previous albums are um ones that i uh love mean a lot to me um or just really enjoy really enjoy great albums um probably totally. the first first two are probably you know, Pantheon albums for me to put in Bill mm-hmm. Simmons, Bill Simmons, uh, terminology. And the third, of course, is just a great, uh, just fantastic epic album. Um, here, um, I think we'll maybe might, might hear it if we play another song from it, but there's just, there's a ton of, uh, Sufian influence. Uh, I feel, or there's a, a feel to it. There's a lot of horn and that slow, um uh storyteller's cadence. Um and as I've I've listened to it probably three times, maybe maybe two and a half. Um and I I can't decide yet what side of like slight the album is on. Yeah. Um yeah. you know I, I it's it's enjoyable, it's pleasant um, but, um, I'm not, uh, happy or sad. Uh, and I, yeah. I, I kind of, it, it might be lacking like the song.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Um, I listened to it once today. There you go. And I thought it was quite good. Yeah. Um, and no question I, it's good. Yeah. 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 I thought I, I, you know, I actually, in, I was, I was, uh, you know right away uh the um both this album and the last one kind of tell you what's different um in that the last one is like immediately sort of like on a very weird uh tonal scale um that uh is much more you know sort of like uh anxious mm-hmm. than previous fleet fox's albums and this one immediately is pretty sunny um and happy, and reading the liner notes uh, or Bandcamp notes, as they ought to be called now, I guess, um, it seems like that's what he was going for. At least that's how he is. Uh, yes, his liner note writer interpreted his thoughts. Um, but um, uh, and I enjoyed that. I was like, oh, cool, yeah. I just, it's nice to have uh, have him. It's nice to it's nice both to listen to and to know. F- for him hopefully that he is having the pleasant experience of trying to lean into the sunnier side of fleet foxes after leaning into the more disturbed side last time um but like you said I, i'm not sure it totally grabbed me but i also haven't given it a full chance so i'm not going to pass judgment on it for that yet um i will say it sounded like yeah i like i liked the parts where i was you know engaged and um it did you know reach out and uh, get my attention a couple times but, um, I would have to listen to it a little bit more, and I could imagine if you got in the the right headspace um this would there's there's a certain mood that this is perfect for. let me put it that way
0: yes, um, I think that in college to go back to we're talking about with the uh, postal service um uh i I this is this album is something I'd like have on 24 seven in a way, you know yeah. like or like roommates would have it on um and I'd slowly develop a real thing for some of the songs um maybe slightly different from how I listen now. Um, mm-hmm. but um my
1: roommate said that to me, but I inevitably hated the songs after long enough time.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't think i dave matthews oh, band. God. oh god yeah that's pretty bad <laughs> i think i think i only that only really happened to me freshman year when i got a lot of dispatch in my life ah see pretty much the same thing. yeah actually that
1: same roommate what he really got me with was cake oh like, that's rough i know all of the cake deep cuts from all of the albums uh pretty well and they're all exactly the same mediocre pop rock song
0: um i had like f- like floor mates but not roommates who listened to like the postal service uh excuse me death cabs the photo album all the time and so i kind of related uh-huh. to them but i did i didn't hear it that much but like that's kind of like uh, how i see this is like
1: no this cake was like in yeah my room, that's like on my nice speakers oh dear god um,
0: um <laughs> yeah let's um Let's listen to another song from it. Yeah, right, cool. let's listen to. Uh, let's hear that that Sufjan on "Cradling Mother," "Cradling," "Cradling Woman." Give people the, okay, that that okay. gives people a good idea of what's going on here. One. I mean, I'm sorry. That is a Sufjan song. And in my <laughs> Absolutely. Sorry. Turned down the wrong. Uh, there's just that that's that's where it really hit me. No, that is some extremely Illinois ass yeah. shit yeah. right there. Um, but good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I really like and, and they kind of go slow with it on the last track, which I think is called Shore. Um yes. A little longer, quite good. Um and um I think about points to make, except there's some beautiful color variants of this album on vinyl, and I'm I'm gonna have to choose choose one to buy. Ooh. Yeah. Nice.
1: Um I forget now that you have to, like, check all the outlets. You do, because the
0: there was sort of the Fleet uh, Foxes version that sold out right away. But the the vinyl me please version is kind of a marbled blue, deep blue that I might need to own. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Speaking
0: of which, um,
1: I only have seven of the Taylor Swift oh. vinyl colors, but I have a double of the vulvular nice. lavender one. Uh, so if you happen to have a uh, slightly bitchy
0: gray you could spare, uh, I would make a trade. Um, Paul, you're joking, uh, uh, which I know, <laughs> but I've got a, I've got a, one of those variants on the way to me. Uh, I ordered one. Oh, nice. Hey, no
1: shame in that. I just think it would be funny that, to actually buy all of buying them. Buying <laughs> all eight
0: would be uh, pure insanity. Um, but I did, um, I, I have to say the
1: art direction is beautiful. Like it would actually look cool. It is.
0: And I had to, I, I picked one and bought it, um, had to do it. Um, and, uh, looking forward to getting it and actually listening to the album all the way through. But what I've heard is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, gonna Love that national influence. Um, mm-hmm. uh, have you gotten any good vinyl recently?
1: No man, I've been sort of behind on music. Me the, too. Uh, I don't know. Uh the the pandemic well so working from home has caused me to yeah. listen to music less. At yeah, work. same. Um so uh there's some good stuff. I sent you a track from a guy named um uh Dishevelled. Oh, yeah, Cuss I need to, I, I have not that, heard
0: that yet. I've not listened to it.
1: See, listen to it for next time cuz uh it's actually pumpkins related in as much as when i was looking i was like this actually kind of sounds like siamese dream guitar tones um and the the songwriting is good i uh i liked the album but check that song out see yeah
0: i got i got my um i just got my uh rtj4 pink vinyl in the mail
1: yes yeah i've not heard it
0: yet but i'm sure that's gonna sound good um and i got um yeah
1: that was great because i had totally forgotten that was coming and then it was on yeah. like my doorstep. Yeah. And
0: i got the uh my morning jacket. Uh that was such a pretty looking album that i bought it and Ooh, um it like? it's got this i'm i'm looking it up. a strange. it's it got a like kind of um polarized photo of a, a waterfall and then the album the it, itself yes. has a um kind of a reflection of those colors and a um uh i forget the word for it but the as you spin it there's an image on the label that kind of moves
1: oh like uh it's it can't be what is oh yeah i'm looking at Zotro gif of it on the website
0: so does yeah oh, that might be what it is um, i don't know but a good album really good album impressed me um as i listened to it a couple times um
1: do you have to like spin a put a strobe on this to see you it might properly? need
0: to i don't know um i would think you yeah might have... um this shit is sold out
1: i actually would buy it just to have that
0: yes exactly that was effect. literally my cool. approach to it <laughs> um yeah and then uh um my um it does say zoetrope yes. here by the nice. way you were correct um, uh, and my glow in the dark copy of Jeff, Jeff Rosen's Talks No Dream showed up. Which, God, that album oh, fucking rules! Excellent. Yeah, it's so good. Mm hmm. Ah, um, good stuff. Cool. This was a yeah. fun episode, Joe. I'm looking at I'm looking at my vinyl to see if I got anything else to to speak to, but um, but
1: the vinyl is all stuck together. It is.
0: Yes, sticky. Sticky stuff. Mm, I'm having Mm -hmm. too
1: much fun with it.
0: I got that local native's 10th anniversary of Gorilla Manor. That's a nice, that's from vinyl. Oh, yes, that is super sticky, let (laughs) me tell you. Um, It sounds like you're rubbing the microphone (laughs) as you say that. (laughs)
1: Super
0: (laughs) sticky. Oh, God. All right let's 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 bring this to a close yeah. you know we talked about listening to another smashing pumpkin song yeah you know let's, let's fucking do, we can do that confessions of a dopamine addict yeah. we're gonna close on that <laughs> 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 and our comments
1: i love uh i love the names I, those i can't silly get over titles it. play just Here we play go. it <laughs> State Farm.
0: Like a good
2: friend. We'll you want the real deal? Like wife. a good
1: neighbor. State-
2: Love is easy. Whichever way you start. Take your diamonds. Slice it through your hearts. And watch what comes. Itching trains and cussed town, mass blacked as windswept, horizons ever sound, if it takes more to find you, <laughs> it's setting out a face.
0: diamond
1: i'm down for bewitching Uh, trains joe boy well do you think that he means he's like ready for trains that will bewitch him or he's
0: ready to bewitch some trains hmm he does he likes trains so
1: (laughs) i I think I realized it during this, it's not even that the music is bad. It's kind of, it's kind of cool, but it's just like, if you're going to sing like that dramatically, the lyrics have to not be nonsense. Like if it just doesn't make any fucking sense at all, you can't sound like you're singing about like beholding, uh, the second coming of Christ or something. That's
0: it. That's really, that's, that's a big part of it. There's just, there's no meaning to be found. Yeah, for Tango Smith, your cancer come out. Well, you know our tr- our train is here in the station and we we must board. We are bewitched. We've been yes, bewitched for like 25 this, years. Like yeah. in Spirited Away, we just got to ride it off. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Exactly. Uh, mm. I'm gonna drink it off. Indeed. Good. Good, good night. night. Subscribe uh, on iTunes. Five stars. I don't care. Oh I don't
1: yeah. Care what you do? Yeah. 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 It's cool. Whatever. Whatever you want to do. Good night. Good night.